If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Welcome to What's Wrong With Your Business, a podcast where we examine the problems that keep business owners up at night. From long-term strategies to risk management tools, you'll hear a variety of ways to identify what could be going wrong and how to adapt in a rapidly changing market. I'm your host, Grace Laconte. I'm a consultant, futurist, and writer on topics related to healthy feedback loops, workplace equity, and creative communication strategies. This is episode four, How to Tell If It's Time to Quit. One of my favorite songs is a classic by Kenny Rogers called The Gambler. As soon as I start reading the chorus, you're going to know exactly which one it says. It goes, you've got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. Obviously, as a business owner, when you put a lot of time and effort and money and energy into creating your baby, your business that started from nothing and now it's turned into something amazing and you've had success, it's really hard to look at that and decide that it's time to stop doing it. Either to sell it or to hand it off to someone else or just to close the doors and decide that enough's enough. I want to dedicate this episode to some of the business owners I've known over the years who've decided to make that tough choice to say that they had to quit. It's not a sign of defeat or of complete failure, although it can feel that way. Sometimes quitting your business is actually a very risk-intelligent decision that's for the best. In the game of poker, there are many situations where the player, the gambler, has to decide what to do next. And it all has to do with the an intersection between both the emotion of how that poker player is going to present themselves to the world, to the game, and also the facts about how the cards can be played. It's the exact same thing in running a business. When you are faced with potentially problems that cannot be overcome, it's really important to have an understanding of both your emotional response to this and also the data the information that you can use to decide if it's a good time to stop or not. Obviously, this entire conversation is super emotional because what business owner wants to quit what they've done? Even if you're selling your business and making a profit and giving it away to someone else, there's still a really difficult decision to hand that over to someone else. So obviously, I understand that this is a very, very difficult topic to talk about, but that's exactly the point of this podcast, getting into discussions that are very tough to discuss when it comes to business decision making. So the first step in the uh, the game of poker, as the gambler says, is know when to hold them. And in poker, that means that you have cards that are good enough to keep playing and to keep you in the game and possibly win the game, obviously In poker, the whole point is to have a poker face, which means that you're not showing to the rest of the players what you may or may not have, and you're faking a confidence or a non-emotional response so that they have to keep guessing whether you have good cards or not. So knowing when to hold them in a business would be that you have judged that there is enough good in the business and you are able to generate enough profit or there's potential for you to overcome the challenges that are you're, you're facing right now. There's enough that could continue to go well. 
And again, there's a really difficult decision that has to happen between the emotion of, of course you want to keep running the business, of course you want it to succeed, but you have to counter that with the data that you're seeing of whether it's profitable to keep moving forward or not. And in some cases it may be. There's still some chance that you'll find new clients, new customers, that there will be an increase in sales, that you'll find a way to get through it. That's definitely an option. Know when to fold them. That's the next part of the song, The Gambler. And in poker, that means that you realize that you do not have enough of a good hand to possibly win. There's nothing in your hand that's a good enough card to beat out whoever else is playing. So this is a great decision-making opportunity. Um, it's weighing the consequences of continuing to play and losing whatever you've already played into the game against the chance of you winning with such a poor hand. So in a business analogy, this would be a chance to to stop doing what you're doing, to, to trade in what you have like you would a stock. If your stock is about to crash, you would trade it in and get what you can um, out of it before it gets devalued even more. So this is the point where I think a lot of business owners get really confused about what to do. They think that maybe if they just hold on to the business for long enough, it will eventually get better and eventually something good has to happen. But if you take the emotion out of it and you just look at the numbers, that really may not be the best choice. Um, choosing to close a business before it continues to cost more and more money every month is sometimes the best decision and it just all has to do with the finances. So it's very difficult to take the emotion out because we are so tied to our businesses, but that is the best way to find out whether it's time to fold, to sell, to give up your assets, to close the doors, and just to decide that you have to stop the business. Know when to walk away. So obviously if you own a business, you can't just walk away from your business. You'd be abandoning something that still has some assets and value, and you'd also be super irresponsible. So I think in this analogy, it may not be as possible to do this, but I think that it still is a great insight into how you can treat business decision-making. Walking away could also have to do with new business opportunities, which I think especially now that the economy has become so volatile and people are making decisions based on emotion because they're terrified of what could happen next, opportunities are going to spring up out of nowhere. There will be, a, I've already seen them, there will be a lot of great investments or new technologies or uh, just great things that could change your life and make so much money overnight. As the saying goes, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. There are very few investments and very few business opportunities that are actually going to create the massive amount of profit or end result that is promised at the beginning. And as disappointing as it may be to say no and walk away, it could be the best thing for you. Um, especially when it comes to business partnerships and it, most especially 50-50 partnerships where there can be a really confusing division of responsibility. I really caution business owners on doing that. I also really, really caution you on looking at additional businesses that you can add into your portfolio, such as multi-level marketing, direct sales, or anything to do with a business investment where you have capital that you're purchasing and reselling 
under the umbrella of a larger company. Again, I know a lot of people say that they're making huge profit from this, but just take a look at the business model. I've written a great article on this that explains the 10 different kinds of business models. Multi-level marketing is one, pyramid schemes are another, and there are many other types uh, which you can evaluate yourself and find out whether it's the right model for you. There's so many great opportunities that are legitimate that you don't have to waste your time on things like multi-level marketing or partnering with someone that seems like they're a little bit off or putting all of your money into an investment that is a sure thing when it could really be a huge loss in the future. And finally, know when to run. Run away. Again, not the perfect analogy for a business owner because you need to continue operating with assets in place and with responsibilities, but I think we're talking more about business opportunities and there are some that just you need to run away from. You don't just walk away and say, no thanks. You say, please get the heck out of here. I cannot be in the same room with this because it's dangerous. As I mentioned in the no one to walk away, a logical decision for expanding your business and adding more potential services or other items that you could sell could make a lot of sense. Um, and some don't seem very dangerous at first, but I really do think that multi-level marketing and other types of business models that take advantage of vulnerable people are extremely dangerous, especially when you get sucked into the cult-like mentality. So I would recommend that you really be careful about adding additional services that you don't have full control over and no one to run away from opportunities that seem too good to be true. So when we're looking at what you can do in a business that is failing and you've tried and tried to make it turn around and things just do not seem like they're going to work out, my recommendation is to allow yourself to experience both the emotion and the logic. The emotion could be things like the guilt that you might feel for decisions that you made in the past and are now coming home to roost, so to speak, or the intense desire that you had to make your business so successful and the dream of helping people that's just not turning out the way you wanted. You could also feel a lot of resentment toward people that you haven't actually said out loud or you haven't allowed yourself to really feel fully. You might feel ashamed that the things you worked so hard for are going to be very obviously a failure and that could lead to rejection or to being laughed at, made fun of. These are all very real fears and things that we all share as humans, but they're not a reason to completely discount the option to quit your business, to stop doing what you've been doing. And the reason that these emotions are so important is because they drive us to make decisions. We can't separate ourselves fully from our emotions, even though it would be nice <laughs> because the real data that we're looking at, the, the information from which we base decisions can sometimes be a lot more useful. The emotion is also part of this entire process. It's so, so valuable to kind of dig into that and to allow yourself to feel all of the emotions of what has built up to this point where you're seeing results that you weren't expecting. And the other side is to really look at the data, look at the, the numbers. What are the profit margins? What are the increases? Where are you seeing growth? Where are you seeing losses? 
who is buying from you and who's not. What kinds of services have you been providing that are getting more profit margins than others? What sorts of products are being purchased at a higher rate? Maybe they're not a very high profit margin item, but you're selling a lot of them and that could feel or look like it's very successful. But then when you look at the end of the month sales, you're down compared to last year or even last month. The realistic data-driven information is really going to drive your choice to close or not. And I would be, I would, I think it's a very good idea to review all of this with your financial advisor, with your accountant, with your CFO. Make sure that you're getting all of the numbers clearly, but also consider that this is an emotional decision. And it obviously is going to have an impact on more people than just you because your business has an impact with a lot of different individuals. But don't use that impact as a reason to shy away from making a decision to close because ultimately that could be the best decision to make. So in wrapping this up, know when to hold them. Know when you have enough good things happening that it's still a good idea to continue operating. Know when to fold. So know when there is enough enough activities that aren't working out the way that your business should be doing things that it's a better decision to close the business. And then know when to walk away, meaning that if there's an opportunity that may sound good or too good to be true, you should say no because you see that logically it can't turn out. And know when to run. Know when there are shysters or imposters or business dealings that are so dangerous that you really need to be cautious because they could try to lure you into something that will not work out. I hope this has been a helpful episode. I, I know that this is not a fun topic to discuss, but I really hope that you're making risk-intelligent decisions about your business so that you know what the right thing is to do, whether it's to adapt and make adjustments to continue operating, or whether this really is the best time to close and start something new. Well, that's it for this episode of What's Wrong With Your Business? If you have a question you'd like me to answer on an upcoming episode, just go to the Anchor app or visit my website, laconticonsulting.com slash podcast. That's L-A-C-O-N-T-E consulting. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to subscribe so you can be the first to hear new episodes as we answer the question, what's wrong with your business? Here's to your success.